Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The Final Word. 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 Thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Thank you very much. Uh, We want to encourage you to listen to all the podcasts on these fantastic podcast networks and make sure you follow and review. Yeah, it really does help. Like those like stars and just pretend like that only works if you go to the five. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Anything below that and um, a baby puppy cries. I don't like, don't, don't <laughs> do that. But it's very, very helpful if you do. And it's even more helpful if you let people know about these podcasts so that you enjoy them. And, and you know, just let friends know, family know, people on the street. Yeah. We appreciate it. Just start shouting. Listen to this. Uh, <laughs> also. <laughs> if you all do that, go out on the street right and go, listen to this. <laughs> I expect I to see an immediate uptick in our followers, up like immediate uptick. You know, we should just start to screaming. Listen to our podcast. It can't hurt shit. <laughs> like whatever. Oh my god! Thank you so much. We want to thank you so much for everybody who's been our Patreon supporters. Thank you, thank, thank you. you, thank you, thank you so much for being our Patreon supporters. If you are not and you can be right now, we would so appreciate it. It's the thing that actually allows us to work and so we really 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 appreciate it uh we also want to say thank you those of you who have gotten cameo messages if you haven't what what's holding you back you know what mother's day is coming up up and father's day or your day it could be just your day don't have to be a mama day don't That's have right. to be a papa day it can be day. for you it can yes. be for you. You want to you want a little pet me up, a little message you can listen to whenever you want. Maybe you just want us to do backup for you. So mm-hmm. we just stand behind you and go, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, bam, listen, preach, whatever. Just go to Cameo and we can do that for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we just want to remind you that we have new release dates on our podcast. The Final Word is coming out on Fridays and Idiot of the Week is every Monday. So that change has already happened, but just reminding you about that. Well, you and Francis say that when you are a Patreon person, do you know what you get? 
Oh, yes. Three micro idiots. What do they get, Angela? Three, three, three. That's three micro idiots a week. That means right now you could be listening to literally hundreds. Hundreds. Stupid stack stories. Like we've told you, we have this immense trove backlog of idiots. This is where we get them all out. And all of you who contribute at idiotoftheweekweekweek at gmail.com or frangela08 at gmail.com, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, you can always catch us every Friday morning on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show, Four Fridays with Frangela, or better known as... The Black Power Hour. And what happens? We get really black. Like black and black. I mean black. And Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills, and Stephanie Mills becomes Stephanie Miller. And it sounds chaotic, but it's actually beautiful. Yes, it is. It's, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And then she does mahogany. It's beautiful. It's just, it's a whole thing. Red foxes. That you just, I can't. It's amazing. It's like old black people heaven. Yeah, it's a it's a moment. <laughs> it's a moment. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a whole feeling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. People on my damn nerves this week. Oklahoma lawmakers passed Texas style. I love this. Instead of barbecue, abortion ban. Uh, Second state law outlawing procedure approved this month. This month. Happening right now. To be clear, all of these states don't feel like they've gone far enough. Like they all have other bills to put on top of these restrictive bills. Yes. The Oklahoma legislature on Thursday passed a bill expected to become law that restricts most abortions and copies provisions of Texas controversial near total ban on the procedure, marking the second major abortion ban the state has passed this month, with another potentially to follow and cutting off abortion access to both Oklahomans and Texas residents who have traveled to the state for the procedure. I want to read you something that just knocked the wind out of me. 45, this is a number, 45%. That is the percentage of Texas residents seeking abortions that went to Oklahoma to get an abortion between September and December of 2021. Mm -hmm. Okay. That means that not only the women in Oklahoma, anybody who's traveling to Oklahoma for that, those procedures are cut off, but the women who, it's just like we're squeezing the air out of the ability for women, poor women to have access to medical care when they need it most. And I want you to, to bear in mind that these states, Oklahoma is sitting there looking at Texas law and Texas is looking at Oklahoma law and they're trying to trying to get rid of any possible way that a woman could obtain her legal right to yeah. medical care. They're looking for any way they can to make sure that, that nobody slips through the cracks. I'd like to remind you that we seem to be utterly incapable of doing this when it comes to gun control. Yeah. When it comes to gun control, doesn't matter what the fuck we pass here in California. If Nevada, Utah, you know, um, Oregon, every place else decides they're just going to have free willy like it doesn't. And, and I find it fascinating that we are somehow able to overcome states rights and, and issues of boundaries and borders when it comes to restricting women. And when it comes to taking away our rights over our own bodies, but we can't seem to do it when it comes to protecting our nation, which is suffering under gun, gun violence at an ever increased rate. Last, this last year, the highest rate of death for, for young people was gunshots, was yeah. guns. Well, because, because when we talk about guns, that is the extension of their, their maleness. Well, see, Ain't now no you get, way. Ain't no all, way. Um, 
yeah. Simone Simone on me. What's her name? You know what I'm talking about. Um <laughs> the second sex, second sex, you know what I'm talking about. All right, that. Right. You're getting very, yeah. It's this is this is a deep feminist cut right here. But then, but then when you're talking about abortion rights, which is internal, which is my health, my health to make a decision about, you can figure out a law around that. It's as sexist as you can. There's no other way for me to interpret that. And understand that they're always, we can't possibly keep track of guns, but you can keep track of vaginas. That's you right. be able to keep your eye on every single uterus on the, in the country, but not on a gun because those get manufactured. Like to me, we, we've hit a real confle- a real inflection point here where, where I refuse. And I, every time I do it by accident, I try to stop and hurt myself. I'm asking everyone, do not call those people pro-life. No. Do not give them that courtesy. These people are anti-democracy and anti-choice. That is what they are. They are anti-personal liberty. Yes. That is what they are. The bill would ban all abortions after approximately six weeks of pregnancy, except in the case of medical emergencies. And like Texas, the uh, SB8 law, the abortion ban can only be enforced through civil lawsuits brought against anyone who, quote unquote, AIDS or abets an abortion in the state rather than state officials and plaintiffs can sue for at least $10,000 in damages. It is still, you know, report your fucking neighbor, you know, uh, it, again, bounty on women, bounty on anybody who, who, would, who would help a woman. Yeah, it's a runaway slave act. That's what it is. It straight up is any anything other than saying that what these what these laws do is they say that women, that our bodies are actually the property of the state and mm-hmm. that we do not have rights to make decisions over them. And mm-hmm. that if we try to make a decision over them, anybody who aids and abets that decision is basically Harriet Tubman. Yep. And that's and I'm and I'm not, you know, understand what I'm saying, that that is how real it is. And I need to say yet again, how many times I have been told how many times have we been told, Francis, by men on our side? Right. Yeah. Who, who are, are who believe in autonomy, who believe in civil liberties, who believe in equality, told us that this would never happen. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you get complacent. This is what happens when we allow ourselves to take our eye off of the whole game and just look at one part of it. And I and I do you know, I look at the Democratic Party and all of us within it. And I say and as activists that like we have needed for years to be focused on every issue. And we have allowed I have been in so many conversations with people over the years where they have told me that it's not in quote unquote right to be a one issue voter. Mm-hmm. And 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 here we are. Is it or isn't it? Because yeah. I, literally over half the country no longer is going to have. I don't believe anybody believes right now that the Supreme Court is going to do anything to maintain Roe v. Wade. Yep. And you know what? And and here's the thing that I have been trying to wrap wrap my mind around is just you. People will come to California for abortions just like they do for Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be the reality. You know what? See, these people, let me tell you something, Francis. And, you know, I've been, I'm not for Disney having its own special status. I've always thought that was BS. Mm-hmm. I've always, you know, whatever. I've had a problem with how Disney treats its employees, all sorts of things. But 
in this case, if I look at Disney right now and I go, and the only reason Disney has come out against the don't say gay right. uh, bill and agenda is because they're their own, their own people, their own employees and of what it does to their market, you know, to, yeah. to their business. But the, this is not a company that has been open or that they could have fought this before it happened, you know, That's and of right. course didn't. Um, but if I were them, I'd, I'd fucking, I'd leave. Yeah. I would fire everyone or I'd say you can come if you want to move with us move with us and i would go to any state you could go to detroit right now yeah. okay now i know detroit's a little hard to sell on a year-round park because we got some <laughs> other issues okay i know that understand i recognize that however i believe if you went to you could split it up between two states like like new mexico i don't know someplace kind of gets <laughs> warm and then when it's super hot you go to michigan work it out we build a bridge people would kill to yep. get that business and to That's get right. that influx of jobs i was just saying and make him pay someone. for it i was just saying to someone we were talking about this this very concept of disney picking up and leaving and they were like well nobody can do that i said you know i've watched the a auto show. companies did it i, I, I watched tesla fucking just did it out of california to texas and let me be clear, so did the Tonight Show. I know it's not as many people. They got rid of an entire city's mm-hmm. whole industry. Restaurants closed down. That's right. Based on Jimmy Fallon not wanting to move from New York to California. And be clear, I come from a city, Detroit, where the auto companies, the big three, left left, abandoned, absconded, and did nothing for that city. They have nothing but old, dilapidated, destroyed factories and buildings. They let, they crushed all the businesses that supported them. And they've never been held accountable for that. And they've never had to pay for that. And they've never had any tax repercussions at all for what they ripped from that city. So it is possible and it can be done. And from my point of view, Disney would be doing itself a huge favor if it went, you know what? Fuck you then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, you know what we're going to do? Because yeah. a lot of that shit, and I don't, I've been in it, I, you know, I haven't been in it in uh, Florida, but I know it's very, like they can, it's brick, like, you know, like the little bricks you put, not like brick bricks, but it's got that uh, module kind of thing. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, like, like you know, Legos, maybe just take those houses. And- you yeah. were into what the houses you were into for a minute. You oh, were modular, modular houses. Francis was all in the. It I wasn't. Love. It was just as bad as the corn documentary, where she was all stuck on corn. I'm gonna build like, me a modular house. Well, no, That's and I believe you will. But I mean, you, I had you. She was sending you pictures every day. Like it was like a lot. There was a <laughs> period was of time where I was a little obsessed. obsessed. You know and what? Then, let me tell you. Know, what we're discussing is the my ability to get obsessed. I okay. get obsessed too, but it's a different kind of obsession. I think um, yeah. it's more internal and far more dangerous <laughs> no um it's it's no you just called me and you realize i've been playing sim city for 18 days straight yes but yes. i haven't showered my sim has but i haven't you know what i cannot look at the world the same since you played sim city i, I had to quit i can't play it i can't i, I, I can't look at it the same way no, because when you're putting a lot more effort into your sims relationships <laughs> and hanging up on not answering the phone on your own like at some point no, no, no. I'm going to tell you something. You still describe situations through SimCity. Well, because it makes sense. <laughs> SimCity is an actual... I think every politician should have to get through a round of SimCity where their city actually makes some kind of money. I don't even care if it's $1. Uh-huh. But your city has to actually generate income. 
okay, outside tutorial mode. If you can do that, you can run for office. (laughs) That would be my, one of my rules. There'd be a lot of rules. I'm, you know, I don't want to make you think that that's like, most people wouldn't make it to that level. I hear you. Okay, I have to read this like shitty headline to you guys because I thought it was a shitty headline. Today is a disastrous day for Democrats' 2022 chances. That's the headline at CNN. Okay. Can I just say real quick, fuck CNN? I know. I know. I know I'm desperate to be on this network, but I'm still going (laughs) to say fuck CNN. You can call me whatever name you want to call me. Anytime. I love it. I love it. But fuck this headline. Over caring. (laughs) Hypocrisy. Let me tell you something. Hypocrisy is not fashion forward in this country. It's not. Nobody gives a flying fuck. So I don't. Oh my no, God. But no, the, the headline irritated the shit out of me too. The whole discussion irritates the shit out of me. I'm like, I do not let these people hijack our election. Well, here's, let's talk. Well, let's, I want to lean into the discussion, then lean out of it. Leaning into the discussion, what they're saying over at CNN is, and which I, I agree to a point that, uh, that the news that the United States economy unexpectedly shrank over the first quarter of the year is an absolute body blow to the Democrats, already reeling amid growing economic concerns ahead of the 2022 midterm election. I don't know if it's a, here's the thing, it's a body blow I think that America is feeling. But to blame it on the Democrats is re- fucking ridiculous to me. We are just coming out of a fucking pandemic. And if the Democrats can't get it together to point towards the fact that we shut down the fucking economy and it was shut down for months and not just for me, uh, you know, poor people, every fucking Mm -hmm. body. And to not take a moment to sit here and not only just acknowledge it, but we have yet to come together and to discuss, I'm not even talking about COVID. I'm not even talking about working from home. I'm not even talking about all of the things that we have gone through as, you know, in terms of economy, businesses, buildings, you name it. Less known getting shit off a fucking boat and, and, and through Texas, through Greg Abbott. Why we can't have this conversation is driving me fucking bananas, Angela. Well, I have... I'm going to throw something out there, Francis, because I understand why it's driving you crazy, right? Because what you're like, the long and the short of it is the economy is better. People have done better overall. Things are, there's this one, one metric comes up negative and they've blown it up to be everything, but it's not actually negative. People spent money. People are getting more money, like all of that, but people feel like things are bad. Right. And you're like, well, what do we, because here's the thing. You can't argue people out of feelings. That's right. My proposition, like, I think I am not alone in this is it the goal, because in this article uh, where the headline that you wrote, they said, uh, you know, there are only 194 days between today and November 2022 elections. That was whenever this came out yesterday. In political terms, that is a very short window to turn around people's perception of the economy, particularly if inflation and gas prices remain anything close to their current levels. 
I would like to submit that the goal of this election cycle should not be to change people's perceptions of the economy, but to tell them that this election isn't about the economy. This election isn't about gas prices. This election isn't about COVID. This election is about whether or not we're going to be fascists. This election is about whether or not we are going to have a country that celebrates and loves itself and its diversity and its uniqueness or is about is a white ethno state. That is what the election is about. That is what we need to say to people because you're not going to talk people out of feelings and you're not going to and stop. How many times do I have to say it? You don't go to a Roy Orbison concert to try to get people to not listen to Roy Orbison. Okay. (laughs) You go to people ain't listening to shit (laughs) and you offer them something better. I don't know why Roy came into my head. Don't question. He just did. I ain't even like him. Ain't ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with a little Roy Orbison. It it felt, I think in my mind, it went, oh, this is okay. This is nice and gentle and it's still got a little edge to it. But I'm just saying, I don't know why it came up for me. It's not like it's, like it's a, what's what's the one I really hate? Not Santana. I'm not a big fan of Santana. But those people you like that I don't like. Oh, Steely Dan. Steely Dan. It's not like it's offensive, like Steely Dan. I'm just saying. Oh my God. It's it's rhythmically offensive. But the point is, I don't think our goal should be to change people's perception of anything. You know, I think our goal well, should be absolutely right to uh, to heighten their perception of what they see. Stop telling them to look, to change the way their eyes see shit, and let their and tell them what their eyes what they know they're seeing. Yes, and them. And then one of the ways that we tell people you're right, this shit is crazy, is we hold these motherfuckers accountable for January six. Yes. When I tell you, if you want to see a fire in people's belly, yes, an attack on abortion rights. Although, quite frankly, it's all fatigue. I think at this moment, you've got to offer people more than that. This is an ex, this is actually without exaggerating existential fight for what kind of a nation are we going to be? Because if we allow this election to go by the midterms, as we have been saying, Francis, for years before today, when people talked about 2024, every time you and I said, we ain't worried about 2024, we worried about 2022 yeah because that's the election that'll decide who the president's gonna be yeah because they are already the state legislators and trust me whatever happens in the midterms we're gonna fight we're gonna have to fight our way through that result yeah there's no way they're going to accept these results and i because i agree i believe the democrats have this shit sewn up i really do this attack i don't think that people understand what because we're always paying attention to Marjorie Taylor Greene and that little tiny flash mob of crazy. We aren't paying attention to most people. And most people are trying to live their lives and are tired and looking at the Ukraine and feeling like this is insane. And they're looking at their own lives and gas prices. They're like, I don't, I can't, you've got to help me out here. And every time they see Biden trying to help them, there's somebody trying to tell them not to. And, And why that person is another Democrat Joe Manchin is beyond all of us. But the well, point is, let's stop trying to talk people out of things and let's start talking them into things. Yes. Well, talking. speaking of talking people into the into things, the White House is attempt, attempting to cobble together a narrower ver, uh, version of Biden's Build Back Better bill that would win Joe Manchin's support ahead of November's elections. When here's my problem. Mm. When you have mm-hmm. a cancer in your house, hello, don't feed the fucking cancer. Mm, I felt it pre- I felt it in his name. He wept. Thank you. Don't for, for, say it again. Say it. It tasted so good to me. Say it again. When you got a cancer in your when house, when you got a cancer in your house, 
Don't feed the cancer. Don't feed the cancer. Sister, Sister Kelly, are you saying, it sounds like you're saying, correct me if I'm not hearing the message. Are you saying to me that when there is a cancer <laughs> in your house, in your house, don't make it a plate and bring it up to the bitch. That's is that what motherfucking correct. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. That sounds logical as shit to me. Okay. Vulcany. That is some Vulcan-y ass truth. Live long and prosper, bitches. I'm saying it. I am so sick of Joe Man. Make this motherfucker irrelevant. Here's a quote. I want him walking around knocking on doors like a crazy person and people going, who's that? I don't know. It's that Joe guy. Remember, he used to be relevant. Come on. That's right. Here's a quote. There's a real fear inside the building. That's the White House that mansion stonewalling will run out the clock on Biden's legislative agenda throughout the rest of the year, leading the administration and the congressional Democrats into November without anything else to offer voters, one White House advisor said. Now, I'm going to stop right there. Mm. Mm-hmm. When you have a cancer in your house. Mm-hmm. Right. It's best not to feed that motherfucker. Okay, so let me let me understand. It sounds like <laughs> Doctor Callie, Doctor Callie, if Thank I can recognize it, my doctor between a minute ago and now. <laughs> okay, Doctor Callie, <laughs> it sounds like what you're saying is when there is a cancer yes. in your house, yes, don't give it sustenance. <laughs> When you are talking about somebody in your own party and you start the sentence Mm. with the real fear inside the building Mm. is the the person who's supposed to be on our side. We sleeping with the enemy. You know what I say we do to that? Y'all see the bird. Y'all see the bird in bed. Remember that movie? (laughs) It's a little old. If you're younger, you may not know what I'm talking about. I'd like everybody to recognize that the current existential crisis we all find ourselves in has made Francis and I extremely black. I don't know how it happened. I don't know, but it has. I can't fight it. I'm not even trying. I'm not even trying. The point is, the point is, what bird in bed. Let that, let that, let this motherfucker wake up on fire. And I, I mean that metaphorically, of course. And that's right. You do mean that metaphorically. And because I felt that metaphorically, not literally. But that's here's right. my problem. My problem is if you are sitting around strategizing in the White House, if Thank Joe you. Manchin is taking away mm. one ounce of your motherfucking energy. We are strategizing for somebody in our party. That's bullshit. Excise it. What? Cut the cancer out and flood that office with whatever you got with chemotherapy. Yes. Get him out. I do not. I refuse. And I have been critiqued for this almost. Say it again. I do not understand why we cannot police our own party. I do not understand why we can't say to somebody, you don't get to call yourself a Democrat. I do not understand. 
Yes. Manchin, meanwhile, has not told the White House what exactly he would support or support in a final agreement, but privately has told lawmakers recently that he wants Congress to approve a bipartisan energy deal in response to Russia's invasion of the Ukraine. No, he wants his coal stock to go up. That's right. He wants more money for himself, and what he really wants is the thing that he's getting through this, which is the attention. That's That's all he wants. And he's a fucking punk, and I'm sick of it you're not going to get his vote and and the more and his thing the more you try to get his vote the more likely you are to not get ours yeah and ours is the vote that really matters because you can't get anywhere without it and and the thing to do about joe manchin is fucking ignore him he's gonna do what he's gonna do and yeah he's gonna vote no but by the time we get to the i and i know that there are a lot of people disagree about this but francis will tell you i know crazy evil she knows crazy it's one of my superpowers my other one is I know where all the 7-Elevens are. It's true. This one is far more useful. But the point, until you're thirsty, the point is, <laughs> I can tell you there is nothing we can do to make a bill palatable for Joe Manchin. There is nothing we can do to make something more attractive to him than the energy and the attention he's getting for not accepting every proposal. That is tastier and more delectable to him than any proposal. We could cave on everything he wants and it won't be enough because that would end the attention. That's right. So he's got, I, to me, yeah. When people say, well, it won't pass. It's not passing now. Right. I, and this is a very frustrating discussion, Francis. You've had to talk me down because I am very frustrated with people acting like it's the same way I feel about the discussion about Ukraine. I'm like, I think we're already in World War Three, y'all. Yeah. I think we don't recognize it. We're not firing yet. I don't think we understand that Putin's entire goal is to drag everybody into since he wasn't able to just get it over with in four days like he thought. He's yeah. going to take everybody down and he's going to keep doing insightful shit till and upping his own ante to, until we have to get and we feel we have to get involved. Yeah. And by that time. It, it's a it's a real big problem. It's already a huge problem. We're sitting here watching genocide and acting like that's cool. Right. Um, this administration is an amazing administration. And I do believe that Joe Biden is our best president of my lifetime. And maybe and certainly is going to end up in the top three or five of all presidents thus far. No matter what the no matter what Chuck Todd or Andrea Mitchell or all of Fox or see it, this article tries to suggest. Yep. But I think we have to remember that at the end of the day, the power is in our hands. That's right. Speaking of of him being an amazing president, Biden expressed openness to forgiving some some student loan debt, which could affect more than 43 million borrowers who hold more than one point six trillion dollars in federal federal student loan debt. Let me tell you, I want to know how much money the fucking Pentagon has. Okay. All right. We can do this. Oh, and trust I'm me, you are tired of this. Yeah. We'll be clear about something. We're stupid as a nation and we're getting yeah. dumber. Yeah. We're getting less educated. We're getting less capable. We have to take, we're having to import educated doctors and nurses and these things because these professions cost too much. And when you're a young student and you're going to college and we saw it in college touring, I think in the entire time we've done college tours, we met one person who was studying anthropology and one person who was studying opera. Yep. And everybody else was in a field that could immediately get them to a job they hoped right out of college. College. There was, there was a paying 
open gate. That's right. Nursing, policing. Homeland. Uh, homeland was homeland huge. Was Any kind of homeland huge. security was a huge, huge thing. There was nobody studying history, English, comparative lit, art, anthropology, uh-huh. sociology, psychology, any of the liberal arts. And nobody who was interested in becoming a doctor or surgeon or specialist because what that they- cost too much. It cost too much money. And they didn't, They people can't pay these back. I don't want to hear open to student loan debt. Let me tell you something. We they have to do it. It's this to me. To you want to talk about the next greatest stimulus? When I'm reading that the two biggest areas of debt in this country are mortgages, and then the next one is student loans. Yeah. Tell me that this is when people talk about. Hey, you notice how the Republicans, especially when they talk about us, when they talk about workers, when they talk about particularly poor people, working yeah. class people, it's always this idea that people are lazy and that Why? they. They make irresponsible choices. Tell me when the two biggest expenditures are your motherfucking house and your child learn how to read, how that is lazy or irresponsible. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sick of it. Well, you know why? Because when you let them control the fucking narrative. Oh, there you go. You again. let them control the feeling. Thank you. And I'm going to tell you something. When you Thank remove you. them from the fucking narrative, mm-hmm. you remove their fucking feelings. Okay? Thank you, Sister Kelly. Oh, I preach. Thank you. That is the what. Stop letting them. I've had it with this. This is a ridiculous headline. <laughs> the, 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 this is going to kill the de- Democrats chances in 2022. No, the only thing that can kill the Democrats chances in 2022 is you, the media. And yeah. you're working really hard to do it. Yeah. And I, by lying, by accentuating things that aren't the issue. I mean, under Trump, I can't even get my mind around how many people died of COVID under Trump. And it, there was never a concern that that was going to hurt any of them. Like, no. not like this, you know, like, and it is absolutely insane. The amount of things that the Biden administration has dealt with in its first two years. Oh, girl, yes. And, and, and effectively, let's, let me tell you something, because the Trump administration dealt with COVID ineffectively that's a kind way of putting it they let it kill us they knew it was dangerous and they let it kill us yeah they protected themselves and nobody else all these people up here talking about tucker carlson's alliance act of shit we all know he's boosted he's probably boosted 17 times there's just no goddamn way i believe that Boosted I, 17 ways a Sunday. He probably is getting boosters every damn morning. Lion shit. Life. I've had it. And let me tell you, and I've thought about this long and hard. And I think I said this to you the other day, Francis. Hmm. I don't want to debate Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm at a point where I think that we can no longer communicate with words. That our communication can only come in the exotic dance of street fighting. <laughs> and I don't care that she's younger than, I think she's younger than me. I mean, theoretically, theoretically, it's a hard thing. Hate years are very bad on the skin. Very bad. Oh, girl. Hate years are bad on the skin. I would tell you something. She is pretty historic. Because I think she's significantly, how old is she? Uh, She is, uh, oh, I mean, not in hate years, in earth years. Oh, because in hate years, she looks, I'm not kidding, like 73. Well, she in hate years, she's 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 Leviticus's first wife or some <laughs> shit. Um, but like I, I mean that one, I think I am actually significantly older than her. Oh, and and but I am willing to fight. No rings. Okay, one ring. <laughs> one ring just for the drama. No, um, no rings, no shoes, and I'm like, and no help, and not to the death. You can tap out, but Oh. I feel like like the the acting like there's anything to talk about, yeah, yeah, is over. Stop 
trying to talk to these people. Stop. And I, I'm going to tell you, try it on something simple as an experiment. Pick somebody in your household today or this week and pick an issue that, you know, they, that they have a feeling about like peanut butter and, um, you know, using different kinds of jam or whatever and try to change their mind about it. Right. right. You're not going to be able to do it because that's just not how that works. Yeah. What you could do is go to somebody who's never had peanut butter or who hasn't had a particular kind, who hasn't tried it and say, hey, try this. And maybe they'll try it and maybe they'll like it. But but trying to talk somebody with the position, it's like going in. It's like trying to go to you and saying, don't eat Lou Malnati's. That's not good pizza. Have um, some Domino's like you're just not even going to entertain it. Yeah. You know, so I again and again. Think in your life of the people you know who don't talk about politics, who don't talk about voting and see if you can get them to register to vote and see if you can find the thing that makes this seem like a worthwhile activity for them. Because the people who have picked sides have picked sides. And while I hope that we are all open to new information and change, I cannot count on that. And that is our final word. Now it's time for emails, emails. Time to get your emails. I would like to encourage you to write us at franchise08 at gmail.com because while we are getting idiot submissions, we are not hearing from you enough and we would love to. We would. This is from uh, Meryl Ann. It says, can I believe Malcolm Nance went to Ukraine? You betcha, Nance is the man. It's how actual American patriots think. Goddesses bless every last one of them. Now let's all send our very best blessings and energy to the Ukrainian Marines who refuse to surrender Mariupol to Putin's elite henchmen. Love you all, Marilyn. Thank you. And it's true. I I am I have not I have not seen any communication from from Malcolm Nance, but I'm I'm hoping that he's doing well and he's he's loved and missed and and i mean if we'd like to be proud of him i'm proud of him and i of course already admired the shit out of the man but yeah it's exponentially increased now absolutely and now it's time for resistance sorry give you an actionable item something you can do to stay in the resistance and the progressive fight to make this country a better place um we wanted to let you know that um she's a uh, a progressive activist a fan of and a family member in this progressive stephanie miller you know in the mooks community um uh, Rhonda hart her her daughter unfortunately was one of the the children who died who was killed at the Santa Fe um, High School shooting in 2018. And their movie, The Kids of Santa Fe, the largest unknown mass shooting is now out and available for you to rent and buy. Yes, you go to kidsofsantafe.com mm-hmm. and you can find out all the information. Uh, you know, it was a big story that many of us never knew or understood. And, you know, and as we talk about gun violence and, you know, and the need for you know new gun bills and changes this is this is part of the story and you know and it's you know it's important to hold space for everyone's portion of the story and i think that that because right after that i believe it was parkland 
Yes. Like, I mean, very, it was, or I might be getting that a little bit, but unfortunately there were so many of these mass shootings now that, um, that, that, that I may be getting that wrong, but, but this is one of the shootings that I think didn't, that we, I know didn't get enough attention. Yeah. Um, and as we, as we move forward and we talk about issues that are important to us, gun control, as we've said several, for the last several weeks, obviously it's a huge issue in our country but the fact that we have people who are worried about whether or not a teacher mentions gay the the concept of that there are gay people on the planet but not that the kids are going through you know how to hide from a shooter drills every day because it's happening yeah when i'm looking at footage of little kids at their their mini what do they call the little youth the little tiny children play baseball. Yeah, right. Yeah, little league. And the little, a little league game, and you know, and shots firing off. It's not okay. It's this not is, okay. This is, this is not the world we want to live in, and we, this cannot become normalized. So if that's not good that, parenting. If no. you're sitting here talking about burning a book because it mentions that slavery happened, but you're okay with your kid ducking on the ground while he's playing soft, you know, softball or whatever, because somebody's actively firing gunshots, it is time to take a look in the mirror people yeah i'm francis callier i'm angela v shelton we are francis thank you so much for listening to the final word it's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience they want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there but don't let them fool you get unspun I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.